This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with Holly and Ben Brustel, members of Soco Craig, a climbing group. Ben is a founder and a board member, and Holly is also a member. Folks, welcome to the program. Thank, Thank you. you. It's good to be here. Ben, tell us what Soco Craig is and just a little bit about it to get us started. Sure. Soco Craig, that stands for Southern Colorado Climbers Resource and Action Group, and we are the local climbing access organization for southeastern Colorado. I see our territory as everything south of the Arkansas River and everything east of the Sangre de Cristo Mountains. And how long has the organization been in existence? Soco Crag has been around since March 15 of 2010. As we were talking, Holly, before you folks met on the mountains, it sounds like. How did that work? Well, we each have been out climbing in the Sangres. I had hiked up to Zapata Lake and I was coming down the mountain. Um, Zapata Lake is about five miles up the mountain, and we're still about three miles up. And Ben was hiking up the mountain to find campsites for his students. And we just met on the trail and started talking. And Ben asked me if I ever climbed or climbed any of the peaks. And I told him I'd only done one 14er at that time. And he told me that he rock climbed, ice climbed, and climbed mountains. And that he'd be happy to climb with me. And I thought I would never see him again. (laughs) But that wasn't the case. So, Ben, what was your first date? Oh, our first date, uh, we met on a Tuesday, was it? Mm -hmm. And I got a hold of Holly. This was before cell phones, so I think I actually used directory assistance. And a few days later, we went out on our first date. She came over and met me on a Friday, and we drove up to South Colony Lakes. It was a three-day date, our first date, so we were camped out at the base of the Crestones, and we climbed Kit Carson the next morning, and then the day after that, we climbed Humboldt Peak, and I taught her a little bit about um, self-arrest and ice axe use, and our um, our tent blew over a few times the first night, and she didn't seem too perturbed by that. I would jump out of the tent and set it back up, and so I figured that this relationship was going to work. <laughs> and how, how long ago was all this? 22 years ago. Ah, you said before cell phones. Is that, uh, yeah. that dates it a little bit. So <laughs> yep. Now, many people uh, have moved to the Wet Mountain Valley to be close to hiking and climbing. The Crestone Group is perhaps the best-known hiking or climbing destination, especially for people outside the valley. But I know there's a lot going on in the wets. I know when we hike over at Newland Creek, we see the mat people. What are the various types of climbing that maybe people don't think about? Like you said, everybody is drawn to the... Uh Crestones and the Sangre de Cristos, but actually a lot of the technical climbing and the sport climbing is in the wet mountains between West Cliff and Pueblo. In about 1995, people started bolting climbs, putting up sport climbs on the cliffs near the roads in the wet mountains, and that's slowly developed since the late 90s, and I'd say there's probably over 400 climbs in the wet mountains now and those would be anywhere like in 
Hard Scrabble Canyon or in Newland Creek. There is, like uh, Gary was saying, a lot of bouldering in Newland Creek. Um, there's also climbing to be done around Beulah, uh, below Lake San Isabel. Oh, and there's a lot of climbing along Oak Creek Grade Road, like on Tanner Dome and down in Stoltz Canyon. Now, from a geologic point of view, the Wet Mountains, Precambrian granite and rhyolite seem like a great climbing lithology, if you will. Yeah, it is. We have fantastic rock in this area. And I'm thinking, like, north of this area, they have sandstone, like in Garden of the Gods, or they have limestone, like at Shelf Road, but I'm really drawn to this uh, really solid granite that we have in the Wet Mountains. It's fantastic. So what was the catalyst for the formation of Soko Craig? There was quite a few groups of climbers that either didn't talk to each other or didn't even know each other existed. So this was one reason for Soko Craig was just get us all organized, everybody on the same page in the area. Another reason was just to save climbing areas and have access to climbing areas. Back before Soko Craig was founded, there was a climbing area that was being threatened by a mine expansion and we went to um, city council hearings just to make sure that the mine expansion didn't happen and that our climbs could be saved so it just gave a voice to the climbers and a voice to the cliffs and the rocks in the area interesting Now, Ben, you literally wrote the book on local technical climbing. You've authored a book called Bravura, A History of Technical Climbing in the Wet Mountains and the Crestones. What's the early history of climbing in this area? How far does it go back? Before that, I I wrote the guidebook for climbing to the Wet Mountains also. That was um, published in 2004. That was called The Ripper. But recently, I self-published Bravura, which means badass in uh, Italian. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's the history of technical climbing in the wet mountains and the Crestones. And the climbing goes back over 100 years in this area. In the book, it says that the first time a rope was used to climb a mountain was in the Crestones. And that was the first time a rope was used in the United States. Wow. And that was by Albert Ellingwood. He pretty much brought rock climbing to the United States from his time in uh, England. Before that, all the climbers thought that using a rope was cheating. So he learned rope work, and when he climbed, I can't remember if it was Kit Carson or Crestone Peak, yeah, that was the first time a rope was used in the United States for climbing a mountain. Hmm. Interesting. So, Holly, favorite hikes in the wets? Are there a couple that come to mind? Newland Creek is is a really fun place to hike at. We like to do that. It, that's a beautiful place, and the mm-hmm. lithology and the just the formations are so different from other places that I've hiked. Yeah, I like that it's a nice tight canyon with a lot of trees, and there's shade and the creek, and then if you go far enough up, you get the history with the old steam engine up there that somehow um, a fellow had drug that up there to have a sawmill, and I think uh, yeah. soon after that, he had a road and the sawmill, and the um, it was all flooded out, and he died, and his wife said, forget this, and they abandoned it all. <laughs> but there's still uh, stuff to see there, I know. Yeah, so. it's incredible. Ben, how about you? Favorite, favorite hikes in the wet mountains? 
Oh, shoot. That's a good question. Favorite climbing areas? I do like Tanner Dome a lot. Climbs around San Isabel and even the climbs in Pueblo Mountain Park. Um, those are all uh, good hiking areas, those trails too. So tell me a bit about your group. How many members are they? Where are they located? Um, so Craig, there's probably about 40 or 50 paying members now. We have members in Trinidad, Colorado, a lot in Pueblo. We have them as far reaching as New Mexico, California, Fort Garland. Yeah, so we're trying to capture all the climbers in the southeastern part of the state. They're all over the western U.S., the members. And if local folks were interested in getting more information, how would they best do that? They would go to our website, uh, sococrag.org, and they can email us at info at sococrag.org for more information. And we also have a Facebook page. Are you hunting for new members at the present time? Yes, we're always looking for new members. Um, we have a couple projects going on. We're wanting to develop some climbs in a, uh, a city park in Pueblo. So, yes, we're always looking for new members. Okay. That is uh, sococraig.org. Yes. I suspect you have periodic climbing trips with the groups. It's like on Saturday, let's meet at such and such. Is that the way it works? That's exactly how it works, yes. It's usually posted on the Facebook page, and then we will send out email to members also. That's one of the benefits of membership. And we've had recently climbing group climbing outings at Newland Creek, and then they had one in Stultz Canyon last month. I'm not sure where the next one is. Yeah, they've had them at the Green Wall up in Phantom Canyon. Yes, we try to do a group climb at least once a month. And if someone was a complete novice, would they be welcome? Are there ways for them to get into the sport through your organization? Yes, we will get novices in the, directed in the right direction. Holly and I have all of our, a lot of extra harnesses and helmets, and we have shoes from 6 to 12. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if they contact us, we will teach them how to belay, teach them about... Climber safety. Climber safety, movement on rock. Yeah, it's a great place to start and do it safely. Ben, Soko Craig, is it part of a larger organization, maybe a national organization? Yes, Soko Craig is known as a local climbing organization, and we are associated with the Access Fund, which is nationwide and they work on access and climbing issues at the national level, and then they also support all of the local climbing organizations that mm -hmm. range from the Carolinas to Alaska to Florida to California, the whole nation. I was awarded a Sharpened Award with them in 2017 for all of the organization just of getting all the climbers in this part of the state together and of the work that I had done with Soko Craig up to that point. And then I was also awarded the Equipper of the Year Award from um, Climbing Magazine around that time also. Huh. Great. It, it sounds like you're the node in the network uh, for sure. Let me ask, as we record this, we're heading into winter. Uh, at some point, there might be some snow. 
how about ice climbing? I know when we visited Ure, that, that would seem to be a big destination down there. How about around here? Around here, that is a good question. Uh, we try to keep that climbing, ice climbing under the radar. We don't want it overrun. But if, if you stopped in at a Soko Crag meeting, we usually have those once a month and they are posted on a um, website. We could show you where some of the ice climbing is in the area. Okay. We have done a couple ice climbs up in the Sangres, um, like on right below Crestone Peak. We've done some ice climbs. And then also on the backside, back in the basin right across from the prow on Kit Carson, we've done some ice climbs up there too. Those okay. are pretty long approaches, so it's a mm-hmm. pretty involved day. There's an, another climbing ice climbing park that's been open for the last few years in Lake City, and that's still not as common or well-known as Uray. And so we actually prefer going there because there's mm-hmm. a lot of backcountry ice as well as ice that is farmed right near the town of Lake City. They have a bunch of cliffs in Lake City that are right below the town water tank. So they just um, have hoses coming out of <laughs> all along the top of the uh, the ice farm in the park where they can grow ice, and they made a massive expansion on the ice park last year. It, they added probably forty or fifty climbs, and they're a lot taller than the original climbs. And Holly and I were there yesterday. I mean, last year we were there, and we were the only people in the park. We've been in Uray when it's overrun and you have to stand in line. And mm-hmm. when we were in Lake City, we had it all to ourselves. That sounds good to know. Holly and Ben, as we run out of time, uh, what, what have we missed in our conversation? Another reason that Soko Crag was founded was for anchor replacement. A lot of the original anchors, this is what it's at the top of the climb, which you clip into or put your rope through to come back down to the ground. A lot of the anchors, when they were installed, were homemade. That's what was available at that time. But now there's actual climbing-grade engineered anchors. So we go to all the climbs in the wet mountains where there's an old homemade anchor, and we replace those with climbing-grade anchors. So it makes it a lot safer. So that's another thing that Soko Crag membership goes towards is just making the anchors and the climbs safer locally. Uh, That sounds like a good project for your group. Holly and Ben, thanks for stopping by. We appreciate you coming all the way up from Pueblo. Sure. Thank you for having us. We've been visiting with Holly and Ben Brustel, who are members of Soko Craig, the local climbing group. For more information, you can go to sococraig.org. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 6 p.m. and again on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. I'm walking on a rainbow.